Welcome to the Bell & Gossip Podcast, live from the 2020 AHR Expo. I'm your host, Amanda Holloway, joined by Griffin Goda, and throughout the show, we'll have some fantastic guests and topics to share with you in this series, including several of our manufacturers, reps, and xylem experts. You'll get insights into the trends they're seeing in the HVAC and plumbing industry. Enjoy the show! We're joined by Alan Jones. Alan, if you want to just introduce yourself and what you do for Xylem. Yes, I'm the uh, global product manager for our centrifugal pumps for Bell & Gossett. Great. And you're, you're really involved in a lot of really exciting things that are happening with Bell & Gossett right now. Can you tell us about some of the, the things you've been working on the past year or so? Yeah, I think over the last year we've spent a lot of time expanding our portfolio. It's important that we have a complete offering so that um, depending on the system that people are installing that we have all the options that uh, that they could need. So we spent time expanding our pump portfolio and also our variable speed offering, what type of drives we offer as uh, you know today based on variable demand systems, variable speed and variable capacity is, is really key for energy optimization. Right. And so last year at AHR Bell & Gossett released the EHSC product. This year it's the E82. Can you just talk a little bit about kind of the, the range? Yes. The range yes. Of the, between those yeah, two? So I think I think really the uh, when we launched the EHSC it was targeted at uh, higher capacities. Uh, it was definitely a, a very robust solution because of the, the long life of that type of pump and the ease of maintenance. So it's, a, it's really a, a powerful solution. And we followed up this year with the uh, E82 pump, which is a twin inline pump. And it's uh, more tied to additional standby capacity or parallel pumping. So smaller flows, uh, we go up to about 1600 GPM. So it's targeted at schools, possibly retrofits, where you want to get that additional redundant capacity in a very small compact footprint. So it, it does follow our, our inline offering and it has a flange to flange capability with the pumps that we already have released. So I think it's a nice fit into the portfolio to round us out. That's great. And in, what, are you, what are some of the challenges you're seeing in the commercial buildings market right now? What are you trying to solve for? I think one of the big challenges is the demand on time that people have. You know, we've got a a newer workforce transitioning in, a lot of the people that have decades of experience are retiring, and uh, there's always that challenge uh, in today's economy to do more with less. So people have less time to spend on things, they uh, have less training because of that pressure to hit the ground running when you assume a role, and so now more than ever it's important for us to have tools that are easy to use, that provide uh, good solutions and are supplemented with with training that uh, they can quickly get you know it's not not always the traditional classroom training we've got the little red schoolhouse always and that has trained people for decades now on uh, commercial buildings but we've increased our online training we're adding more uh, training small training sessions to youtube and things like our selection software are are built in with a huge amount of uh, resources in the Knowledge Center and links to bellgossett.com. So there's a tremendous amount of information out there online today. And you've become kind of sort of a, an ESP system-wise evangelist for Bell and Gossett. So if you want to talk a little bit about 
this the differentiator of that yeah, tool. system-wise. I think what we've worked really hard to do is make system-wise a solution and system provider, and not just a, a lookup for pumps. And I think if you look at some competitor uh, selection software out there, it's kind of generic. Could be industrial, could be municipal, could be commercial buildings. Whereas SystemWise is really focused on commercial buildings. And uh, we've got a lot of tools in there to uh, help you understand not only uh, your duty point efficiencies, but part load efficiencies. And how you can impact your cost with parallel pumping. And uh, things like uh, different valve selections, suction diffusers. So it's, it's really designed to uh, allow you to create a schedule for a system uh, a whole system and, and I think that's very powerful. So speaking of the specification and design process for consulting engineers in this industry, what are the top two or three things you want them to consider when they're designing systems? I think you really need to understand the difference between your long-term operating costs and your first costs. There's always that pressure to meet first cost expectations but uh, Depending on what type of pumps you select, you could be making some decisions that impact, severely impact the long-term operating costs. Um, and, and that can be both in efficiency and possibly in maintenance. Um, so when we have uh, system-wise set up, we very specifically have ranges of, of flow and head where we recommend specific types of pumps, just so you can take those things into account because uh, although we do have a full portfolio and a huge range of options at, at most any flow point, there are certain decisions I think that are important if you want to minimize total cost of ownership and future maintenance costs. And sure. So I think those are important considerations people need to look at uh, when they're doing selections. Can you comment on sort of this, this idea Rich just talked about with this packaging of motors, pumps, drives, the integration of that, the interconnectivity. Can you just comment on kind of how that's changing Absolutely. in your world? You know, I think, um, again, because our products are really tied and focused on commercial buildings, then um, our control solutions really uh, integrate well with, with meeting zone control requirements and really optimizing uh, system performance uh, pumping systems. So that, that marriage of the pump drive and the motor is uh, really controlled to minimize the total um, total energy expenditure, especially in accordance with ASHRAE expectations sure, sure. for uh, reduced speed, reduced load, working hand in hand to minimize energy costs. Kind of going back to the next generation piece and providing information and um, things like that for the next generation, do you feel like there's been a lot of transfer from maybe people who are leaving the industry, retiring, of the brand loyalty to Bell & Gossett? Or do you feel like that's something that you have to kind of win back with the younger generation? Yeah, I think, you know, just um, looking at, at our channel and specifically our Bell & Gossett reps and how closely they are integrated with the end customer and the, and the level of both pre- and post-sales support that they provide, I think there's still a lot of loyalty to Bell and & Gossett, and I think some of that is transferred. You, you may not be able to completely transfer your knowledge as you as you move on, but I think I think they see that um, the success that their predecessors have had with our brand and the uh, longevity 
in the installations mm-hmm. as uh, it keeps that keeps that loyalty with some of the newer generation. Sure, I would think that. And then as you continue to modernize the options, like you were speaking about, the learning options and things like that, you just kind of grow with that right. new generation as well. Yeah, I think it's it's a, a newer generation, more online, more connected. Expectations, of course, have increased. You know, today, especially in the business-to-consumer market, you know, next-day delivery, two-day delivery, easy search and answer, uh, you know, those are all things that uh, people are expecting now in a B2B world. So. We have to have a solution that that responds quickly, much like the Amazons of the world, uh, in terms of getting customer options, letting them make quick comparisons, uh, and uh, making it easy to acquire our product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. We've heard the A Amazon. We've heard the A word a lot already. It, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's a, it's a benchmark. You yeah. Know? It's it's a clear benchmark today. Right. And they like us you know continue to evolve what they're doing so they're they're not standing still mm-hmm. so it, it really puts a lot of pressure for continuous improvement sure but that's something you would be doing anyway and you just kind of you know even if it's you're not taking all of what they're doing just taking pieces and figuring right. out where it right. fits you know, in your business it's a, it's a little different business and yeah. certainly we won't plan on offering the breadth of products that they have but uh, yeah. i think in delivering what we specialize in, there's definitely some things to learn there. Mm-hmm. Kind of in that same vein, you've been in the pump industry for how long? I've been in pumps for about 10 years now. Okay. Yeah. And so, what do you wish you knew, or what would you tell your younger self just entering into this industry? Just like this next generation of engineers is coming up, you know, what, would, what kind of advice would you give them for starting a career in this business? Yeah, I think uh, the water industry is a very exciting place, and uh, we lose sight sometimes of water management and the scarcity of water, and uh, more recently I've become more aware of what the global water situation is and, and what our role is, and you know, I think 10 years ago I had no idea what really the, the management of water was. I was so focused on product, and I was more in operations at the time and the manufacturing of the product that I... I really had no understanding of the global evolution and requirements that the water industry would have in the coming years. So as you have seen that continue to have a bigger role at Xylem, and then kind of culminating with today, this announcement with Watermark 2020 for this uh, this year, I guess. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on, on that announcement of that program and just how it's going to be integrated with reps across you know, I, I think it's very exciting, and I think it's going to further cement our relationship with our channel. Because if you look at uh, you know some of the hiring we have when when we do hire new people, the um, the role of Watermark and what our company does is is a big part of their decision making, and it and it really creates a lot of uh, excitement and pride within the company that uh, we're involved in things like this. So when we start to engage other parts of the channel in this same effort, I think it brings us all closer mm-hmm. and uh, really helps us to have a different perspective on the work we do. It's not just business and it's not just about the dollars and cents at the end of the day, but it's about being part of a bigger mission. Mm-hmm. On our show, In the Field with Gould's Water Technology, the latest series covers tips and trainings for small business owners. 
Listen to all five episodes of the Small Business Toolbox series wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of our rep network, what do you think, I mean, not everybody goes to market the way we do, yes. right? And, and so what are some of the benefits that you see of having this exclusive network? Yeah, I think one of the great things about our rep network, and, and it's funny as I talk to different members, how different their businesses are. Because we got a big country, and uh, we know that uh, California is different from Florida, which is different from Ohio. And our reps uh, are a local force, you know, so they understand local needs, they understand local markets, they have a strong relationship there, and they're a, a local, locally owned business. So it's it's just a different, uh, I guess, face to the end customer than what you have from a, a giant corporation. That uh, it's very hard, you know. The, the bigger a company is, uh, the harder it is to really be in touch with those local dynamics. Sure. And and we have uh, representatives that uh, really understand the local markets. They have long-term relationships. They've got buildings there that that they've done installations on years and years ago. So mm-hmm. they have a great history and a great understanding of, of their customers. So that's that's an incredible uh, asset for us as a company. Right. That's always really interesting to me how unique it is just regionally, state to state, city to city. Not to really rehash everything that we saw in the booth today, but that's also the other piece of it was this cities, Bellingasset exactly. in cities. Yes. And just how all these different kinds of projects are impacted by Bell and Gossett products and then how they're always different depending on the needs of that city or that state. Um, how involved were you with that with that campaign or just that idea of Bell and Gossett City? Yeah, I, I've uh, worked with the marketing group a little bit on that um, and and worked with the reps more on a project-by-project project basis. So I have more of that the real stuff. individual project uh, experience where it... Uh, you know, each one of those projects, there's a big story behind it. You know, it looks like it's a great, great installation and a successful outcome, but a lot of work was done long up front before that, that project started in the quoting phase and the sizing phase and the system development phase. And mm-hmm. I think just, just looking at it quickly, you, you kind of lose perspective on how much work every one of those projects really is That's in terms of salu- developing the right solution and, and looking at alternatives because, as I said, we have a lot of options and really um, a lot of alternatives to sift through to, to understand what's going to be the best to, to meet that need. Mm-hmm. Do you have any projects that stick out really interesting? or? I think you know the airport projects are, are very big projects, high-capacity projects. Uh, those stadium projects that you see, mm-hmm. um, those are just just big, big capacities, right. you know, and those to me are are very impressive because if you're not in this industry, when you're in a building like that, like we were in the AHR building today, you you just don't have a concept of what is going on behind the scenes and the environmental control there, and, and what it takes to keep large spaces in control uh, in terms of comfort and water supply yeah and uh, it's it's something that until, until you get involved in the nuts and bolts uh you know you don't really have the appreciation for it right yeah. for sure well and something like u.s bank um in minnesota the minnesota viking stadium all the different ways that bell and gossett is playing a role there you know whether yeah. it's snow melts or 
making sure that everybody's toilet flushes when it needs to. And it's just, yeah. it's like you're saying, you don't really understand the scale. Right. I was, in fact, uh, not long ago, I was in uh, Dubai. And we have a, a facility there, and so I was at the Burj Khalifa, which is uh, you know the tallest building in the world there. And there's a huge fountain show at the base of the Burj Khalifa, and those are our pumps driving that fountain show. You know, so it's there's bell and gossip all over the world and places you would just never expect. Yeah. yeah. So what's next? What what are you working on this year? What's you know? We're we're continuing to expand our portfolio. Um, we're starting to look at more integration of permanent magnet motors. I think you, you see that the industry is moving in that direction. Right now, um, as that technology evolves, it's kind of like electric cars. You know, it's uh, it brings some great things, but until uh, until it's more widely adopted and uh, the technology continues to be advanced, that the cost is is a little high. So we're working right now on providing the right solutions for that. Uh, you know, we don't always rush out with with something immediately, but uh, we spend a lot of time making sure that it's developed to be uh, economical and uh, also uh, efficient for the commercial building industry. So mm-hmm. we'll continue to work on our, our drive offering and our motor offering to complement the uh, efficient pumps that we've been releasing in the last couple of years. Cool. Well, unless you have anything else. Uh, Thanks for being here, and cheers to a good 2020. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Thanks, Alan. The Solving Water Podcast is produced and distributed by Xylem, a global water technology company of more than 16,000 employees committed to solving critical water and infrastructure challenges worldwide. Stream, download, and subscribe 